I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic with Sean Bowles. I am glad to introduce you to Honatan Toledo today on the podcast. Hona is a pastor with his wife, Jennifer Toledo, of the church that I co-planted with them here in Los Angeles, California, called Expression 58. But they also have had a prolific ministry around the world, going to places like red light districts where prostitutes are and going to war zones and going to places with a lot of children at risk and seeing God come in a way that's just rare. I think it's very unique. Hona's always inspired me with his passion and the way he communicates about his relationship with God always takes me to the same place in my heart. I just feel like I grow as a person when he shares his heart and some of the stories he's had, I've been a part of just because of the friendship we've had and they've helped me to develop a sense of what God could do in me as well. So come on the journey with us. Let me introduce Hona. Oh, you're in for a good show today because today on the podcast, I have one of my very best friends, Honatan Toledo. Hello, hello. So excited to be here. <laughs> Hona is from Guatemala, but he grew up in Ecuador. And it's really interesting because we've done life together now for, I mean, it's been a, since you were 18 and I was 23. So I'm, I'm a little bit older than uh, 23 now and you're a little bit older than 18. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. You're still in your 30s though. That's, you know, we're coming up to the big 4-0 soon. Kind of. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Hona is unique because Hona came from a revival family. He came from a family of people who they moved to Ecuador to be missionaries. And his dad led one of the biggest movements for a number of years down there in Ecuador. And Hona grew up around, you know, the move of God, seeing the best of the best, but really jumped into it on his own when he was probably, probably right around 18 or 19. That's when he really started going after it and moved to Kansas City with me and went to the Bible school and audited it because you spoke only half English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he did good. But uh, Hona moves in a unique expression of hearing God and seeing especially miracles happen and healing happen. And so we're going to talk about that today on the show. And I think it's going to really encourage you because as you're listening, because there's some things like some of Hona's stories are before and after moments for me personally, like some of the things that have happened and we've traveled together all around the world and for years and years, I mean, almost two decades or 15, 16 years and uh, seeing so many things happen. But at the same time, it wasn't just another miracle. It was actually a story of God playing out. And Hona's really good at telling these stories. But you move in healing and you hear from God about healing, but it's not like your main thing. Like your main thing is like you're just a pastor. You love people. You have this apostolic bent to your life. But this healing thing is a consistent theme in your life. Yeah, no, it's something that I I absolutely love watching God release his healing and what happens with, with people who've gone through a lot of pain or suffering and just how in a moment he can just completely change people's lives. Totally. And so, um, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking about, about, about healing and just reminded of, of, of this, this time that I was just praying for a lot of people and the, the, the line of people was, was a huge line of people and I, I was tired. I was doing it really because, you know, I was there to serve, but I was, uh, my heart wasn't there. And so I was just thinking about 
how long the line was. <laughs> and um, no one else can ever relate to that. Who been in a prime ministry team? Yeah, and, and and so I was just I was I was doing that. You know, we've just come come back from from a long uh, trip, a ministry trip, and so I was very tired. And as I was going through the line, I felt like God asked me, uh, "What are you doing?" Mm. And 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 I just stopped him. I was thinking, "Hey, I'm I'm tired, and I'm still here serving. That's 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 what I'm doing." You know, and he's like, "No, like, what are you doing? Like, your heart is not even here." And if your heart is not here, how how are you going to even have faith wow. for me to move? And that really, uh, I felt like it was like a marking moment for me uh, and just really coming very present when I'm praying for people and present with my faith, wow. like expecting God to do something. And I felt like after that, I started to see an, a huge increase in God moving. Well, one of my favorite stories that came out of, I mean, our whole ministry together, we've done ministry together for so many years now, but we went to Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And I remember um, the couple, Brad and Lisa, who set up the meetings, who were business people, and they set up kind of a citywide kind of prayer transformation meeting. And I remember that his business partner came and he's not saved and he brings his daughter in because he heard that, you know, Brad had told him. We're going to be praying for healing as well, even though that wasn't one of the main focuses. I didn't know we we're going to be praying for healing, but Brad decided. And you came, and you were just you know traveling with me in different trips, and you came, and so he came up to you. Is that what happened? He came up to you and said, "Can you pray for my daughter?" Yeah, I was just sitting in the back, and I had my Bible open, and I was just kind of just meditating on a scripture, and you know I didn't I didn't know who this guy was, but he goes, "Is it true you guys are going to be praying for healing?" and you know, I, I knew that the, the, the trip was about transformation, but I was like, we're always, we always pray for healing. Yeah. So I told him, sure, you know, yeah, you we definitely will be praying for healing. And he's like, can you, can you pray for my daughter? Uh, and I was like, oh, yes, yeah, I can pray for your daughter. Can you pray right now? And so this is, you know, we're, it's just early. There's nothing happening yeah, no in the service. It's like before yeah. the meeting. Yeah, started. it's before the meeting. And um, he had a, a five-year-old. A daughter who's absolutely beautiful. You couldn't tell anything was was wrong with her until she moved because her coordination wasn't there. But she 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 was mentally handicapped. Yeah. And um, severely mentally disabled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was she was already on a special school, you know, uh, because of that. And so he uh, he told uh, his daughter, um, "Hey, he's gonna pray for you." And the daughter obviously didn't even know what he was talking about, but uh, she came to me and just jumped on my lap. <laughs> and um, I remember looking back and saying, I was like, that's so sweet. Because you could tell she was mentally disabled, even though she was totally physically wasn't looking that way, like you were saying. But it was so sweet. And you start praying for her, but she was just staring at you. Yeah. So she's just staring at me and she had the most beautiful brown eyes. And, you know, I, I was a little almost, almost almost uncomfortable because she was like, she was not even blinking. You know, She's just staring at me with like waiting for something. And, uh, and so I started to pray. And, and as I was, I started to pray, I started to f- just to feel this overwhelming emotion. And I was thinking, God, you are so powerful. Like you can do, you, you, you can, in a moment, you can, you can change the life of this girl and and she's so amazing and and when you look at her she's she's your little one you know like i don't i've never met this 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 kid before and just by seeing her i'm like you know god how can you even resist mm-hmm. like you know your child how do you resist your own your own kid if you can if you can do something about it like how can you even resist and i started getting overwhelmed with this 
with this emotion. And so as I was getting overwhelmed, I, I, I saw a picture and it was, it was a vision of uh, just kind of caught in the middle. And on one side, it was, it was her growing up with all her, her disability mm. and just she, she had to have always a lot of help. She couldn't do it. She couldn't be independent at all. At all, she couldn't have real friendships. It was like her mind couldn't fully connect uh, in that way, even with her own parents. And so, you know, that side of the screen was it was just a very sad, sad story. And on the other side, it was it was the same little girl, but it was it was she was completely healed on the other side, and she was amazing. She was super creative. And she was actually a leader, and she had a lot of just an ability to to just bring people around. Wow! And and their story was so dramatically different, and and I can feel the heart of God of like, oh my goodness, like that's what that's what she's supposed to. That's her life. That's what that's your dream, God, for her. And right as I was uh, still kind of having this conversation with God of like, God, how can you even how can you resist this little girl? I felt almost like in a moment he just kind of pulled me higher to to a place where where I where I was able to hear clearly what was what was happening and he was actually saying I can't resist this little girl. No. And 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 my what I was feeling it was actually a result of what he was saying. And he was saying I can't resist this little girl and I've been waiting for somebody to pray for her wow. because because I can't resist her. And so so, you know, we finished praying at the moment. I didn't know if anything happened. Um, I was just overwhelmed with the, with the heart of God, realizing, oh, my goodness, this is how he feels. He's actually just waiting for somebody to to step into that, that place and, part, and, and partnership with his heart so, so, and, and see people heal. Like yeah. He's waiting for that. And well, there's no, there was no actual results either because when I came over, I was like, what just happened? You said... I just prayed for a girl. I just felt the father's heart. And you didn't even describe all of that. You were just like, I just got really gripped with the father's heart. And I just felt him. I felt something happen. But there was no physical difference yeah. at that moment. Yeah, yeah. There's no, you know, how do you even know if something changed? You yeah. know, she's just acting the same. She's still walking, you know, with having a hard time, you know, moving around. And so, uh, yeah, and we it was into three months, three months later that we, we got the news that, her mind, her mind was completely renewed, and they they had already changed her to a new school, and she was yeah. going to a normal school, and she was already like doing so well that she 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 had caught up already with the rest of the kids. Totally. And so so we were amazed by that, and and so excited. And I think it was another three months later when we got the call that actually even her coordination yeah. was completely restored. That was the only thing that took a little while, but she got full coordination. She was on a soccer team running like the other kids. I remember when they called us and told us. And I remember this because the woman who told us, or Lisa, who helped host that initial event, it was her partner's daughter or her husband's partner's daughter. She waited for all three months to tell us because she knew we were going to come see her in California. And she's like, you guys, I've been waiting on this to tell you this news. And we're both like crying and gripped and just like, you're – Wait, she's totally a disa mentally disabled girl mm-hmm. was healed, like a hundred percent healed. She's like she's in normal school. And we just were like, This is the vision you had. This is what if she wasn't supposed to be disabled when she was born, which we know 
That's never God's intention. Yeah. But like he heals. He really does this. And for us, I think for me too, being your friend and when you prayed for someone for healing, in my mind, it's like, I have faith. Like if Jonah can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. It just put a different, and a lot of us were like that around you. It just put a different, like this, this is what God wants and it's accessible or attainable. Yeah. When I think that, you know, God gives gifts to everybody and, and some people, I feel like they carry a gift of healing and, and that's amazing. But there's something about getting to touch the, the heart of the father for healing that it humbles you. You know, it just humbles you to think that he feels that way. And it makes you just want to love more the way he loves. And, and it makes it, uh, it makes you want to uh, just get everybody to feel what he's feeling because, because you know that transformation happens when, when, when you can partner with, with his heart. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, one, one, of the, um, one of the stories I wanted to tell you is, 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 is a recent one. Uh, we just, uh, this last summer, we were in Ecuador, and we got permission to go to a government facility for the first time, and, uh, they, where they have a lot of kids with, with a, you know, a handicap uh, or a, some, sometimes mentally handicapped, but just, oh, wow. just different, different, uh, different problems. Um, and there's also, uh, they also have a space for adults, but they're like, they have a strong program for children. And so they have, they have horses and different things uh, to kind of help therapy, different, different ways of, of working with these kids. And, and, uh, and the, 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 the principal of the, of the, um, the, the director of the place, um, she, uh, connected with my mom and she was just in that desperate place, just seeing the, the amount of suffering and pain mm-hmm. and so discouraged, just seeing how ma- so many of these parents of these kids were just wanting to give up just wow. because of the journey being so hard. And most of these families uh, come from severe poverty. So so they, um, so just, just, the, just the different situations in life plus having kids with, with, with these kind of problems. Wow. And so, so they say, will you guys come and, and, and do something and share or pray to anything? And, and, and we're like, yeah, absolutely. We will, we would love to, to do this. And so, so, uh, we, we walk into the place with our team and I love to be able to, to, uh, to bring uh, people into this, these situations. Some of our team have never seen uh, uh, miracles this way. And so it was amazing to be able to bring him into this, this, this situation and, and right there in the, in the waiting, in, in, the, in the waiting room where everybody's waiting to be treated, you know, we just, just preached the gospel, just wow. talked about the, the heart of God and his love and how he, how he just loves to encounter his children and he loves to heal and said, like, now we're going to have our team just go and, and pray for healing. Are people um, resp- receptive? Yeah, people were super receptive. People, people are uh, just in, they're so desperate. Yeah. You know, there's so much desperation that uh, they were they were so excited that we wow. were going to pray for them. And you know, I, I we we see this all the time. The, the moment you you present God the, the way that He is, like like it's it's, it's hard to find somebody who is not going to want Him. And so, um, so we started to pray for people, and and uh, it was actually an incredible day. There were so many miracles that um, that night we had a neighbor walk into my parents' house on her rope, just because she wanted to talk to my mom and tell her that she's been hearing about all the testimonies. It, it became like the conversation in the town <laughs> from all the miracles and That's how God amazing. showed up at the, at this clinic at this wow. place. And so um, it, it, it was unbelievable. But I, I'll tell you one story. That I, I just thought it was it, it was it was so simple. Um, just uh, as as we pray for people, there, there's this one guy who was uh, completely blind from his uh, 
right eye. And, um, and so we started to, to pray for him and just slowly he starts to, to see blurry, you oh, know, wow. and then, and then it started to get more clear and more clear until, uh, uh, he gets a hundred percent healed from his eye. Oh, wow. And so, um, and it was probably in a period of maybe a couple minutes, <laughs> you know, it just took like a couple yeah. minutes, just praying just to God continue to heal him and uh we I, I have one of the girls in our in our team just with me and she was in front of him as we were as we were as we were praying for his eyes and the funny thing and uh, it was like this guy gets healed immediately he starts flirting with this girl <laughs> you know uh he starts just talking about him. like oh my That's goodness look at, you have beautiful eyes and you know oh just let's, she starts flirting with this girl because he's like his oh. eyes are completely restored wow. and so um, how old was he he was probably like I will say late forties. And then how long was he blind? Do you think um, he had been blind for a while? He he had a lot of conditions. We, oh, okay. you know, we didn't hear about the other stuff. Uh, but he had but he in was, one signpost. Yeah, he had wow. a lot of different conditions, but that was one thing that um, we can we can check and see if God wow. was doing something. You know, so. and you said well, I had talked to you about this maybe a while back, but you had heard God to pray for him, or you had. I mean, that's one of the things that was really distinct about this is that you felt God or you felt something towards this guy. Yeah, you know, when, when he started to share all this, like, uh, his life was so overwhelming. And yeah. I just immediately, I just felt like God said, like, hey, just stop praying for his eye, because this is the one thing that we can we, we can tell that, yeah. that you know, if, if, if you're doing something like that, it will be a, a clear sign, you know, yeah. that he's moving. And so, and, and, and you know, I, I feel like it's, it's that simplicity of just going uh, very present every time we pray for people, knowing that. This is what the Father desires. That's this is what He wants to do. He wants to encounter people this way, and so and it just happens. You yeah, know? it happened last uh, two Sundays ago. You know, with a, a lady who was completely deaf out of one ear, and uh, you know, it was one of those things in in, in the prayer line, and she got completely healed, a hundred percent healed. You know, so just in a moment. Awesome. So it's just it is happening all the time. You know, and it's not. Uh, I'm just I'm just so excited to see that that uh, it feels like it's, it's, it's just becoming like a normal thing for uh, people, people in, in, in the church just to see miracles. And I love that it's not just seeing miracles, but it's, you know, this, this podcast obviously is called Exploring the Prophetic, and you're hearing God or you're, or you're sensing what is original, like what you're saying his desire was. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that really needs to be injected into a lot of the healing movement where it's like we actually look for and we expect to hear and feel the desire of God. And that's one thing I really respect and love about how you just organically move in healing. It's not that you're, I do think you're extremely gifted, but I don't think it's just the gifting at play. It's, it's the fact that, that you actually stop your present love comes through you and that love manifests in a healing. And I think when Jesus was like that, Jesus was so present with the crowd who was around, he had this pipeline to the father all the time. And that pipeline and that just that energy wavelength between him and the father, the thoughts that they were sharing would actually transfer the father's conscious thoughts about people and what they could be like if they were healed. And, and he just knew, like he just, he felt that compassion. And I feel like so many people are missing that when they're going after healing. Like I'm a terrible healing minister when I don't feel the compassion of God or when I don't hear God. If it's just out of raw obedience, I'll still do it. And I do it often. But man, when you feel God's heart or when you sense his heart, or when you hear what he wants, you pray with a way different measure of faith. And I watch that with you often. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I was just thinking about this one time in Puerto Puerto Rico when we were together and uh, we prayed for a whole 
uh, circle of people, and we were so tired because we felt <laughs> ambushed. We, we, we thought we were done ministering, and it was one of those those moments where this meeting was set up, and we didn't even know we were, going, we were doing this meeting, and we were so tired, and we were like, okay, you do one side, I do the other side, we're just going to go real fast praying yeah. for people, and they were all in need of major miracles. And, and as we, through the middle, we decided to start asking questions like, hey, is anybody feeling any difference? And realizing that everybody was getting everybody healed. Was healed. We were like, what? <laughs> like, no, this so, can't so, have happened. So we, we were confused, you know, and, and, and the goodness of God is that even when you're not present, he was still moved, but, but there's something so much better of actually connecting to his heart and feeling what he's feeling for the people. Uh, because I, it doesn't heal just a physical problem but it actually it heals the soul because the, yeah. the people encounter the love of God when you do that in a different way you can encounter his power and but sometimes but uh, but but God wants you wants to use you to uh, uh, in a way that people can encounter his power and his love at the same time oh encountering his nature yeah so this was awesome I think that this is one of my favorite themes in the show when we talk about in these podcasts about exploring the prophetic, we just talked about, for those of you who are just now listening, go back and listen to the whole thing because you're going to hear about a healing of a mentally handicapped girl and then you're going to hear about a healing of a man's eye in an institution in Ecuador. And then also you're going to hear about just the last story about Hona and I being in Puerto Rico. But you can get a hold of Honaton Toledo by going to www.expression58.org. Also, you guys have the Justice Group. And what's the, what's the webpage? Justiceisbeautiful.org. Justice, yeah. He looked at me like he didn't know. I was giving him time to talk about something. <laughs> and he's going to be like, I forget. Justiceisbeautiful.org. And you could partner to what Honaton and his wife, Jennifer Toledo, are doing in the nations. But also, you could stream our services from our local church where they're the senior pastors at expression50.org. Um, we stream every Sunday, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being on the show, Hona. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for joining us today on Exploring the Prophetic. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us. Go to our website, www.bowlesministries.com. Also, let's continue the conversation together at our Facebook page. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together. 